Welcome to We Found Another Hour, a podcast and ministry of Grace Baptist Church, Springfield, Tennessee. Listen now as we join our host, Dr. Steve Freeman, and his guests as they give biblical insight into your toughest theological questions as we explore the Bible together. Well, welcome to We Found Another Hour podcast, and it's a good thing that we found another hour because it takes two or three hours to even get through the podcast. I don't know how we get so derailed. What What is it about podcast? What is it about Sunday school, Bible study, anything that we do, we just seem to get off track? What What, what do y'all attribute that to? Is there any common ingredient, any common denominator in that? I would say we're we're long winded. Is it? Is and it, we just want to be blunt. What does classify we as a plural pronoun? <laughs> I, I don't want to get any more specific. Well, I'm just glad to use plur- the, <laughs> the plural version of that. So thank you for that. It's uh, a team effort. Well, we're excited to be in the studio today. We got a very special guest, but. Uh, along with our regulars, I'll introduce our guest in just a minute. Of course, we've got uh, Landon and what Landon Shelby. So what name have we pinpointed? What is the final outcome, Brother Caleb, of the contest? I think it was an, a near unanimous election. There was no, there was no dis, disputing the election results. Was it decided in the foundation of the earth. It was. There was no there was no Because you said election. I did say elections. It was it was almost like it was predestined that his name would be Luscious Landon Shelby. Mm. Luscious Landon. We call him L L. I like that. Thank you. His acceptance speech is not the best, but he's working on it. Did you ever run for office? Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Do we talk about this every podcast? Oh, we do. Is that worth it? Is that why, like your acceptance speech, is that why it's lacking in here because you never were able to give one? Uh, Oh, uh, I would, uh, I would say uh, no. Uh, I would acceptance speech for my nickname is short because I'm so satisfied with it, and I want to hear everyone else's nickname. It's good stuff. I just want to move on. See, our (laughs) our listeners can't quite appreciate, but I mean, the the Luscious fits well because, I mean, he's decked out in accessories. I mean, he's got like three or four pins on him right now. He's got the ring. I mean, he's missing his pinky ring because, I mean, this. he's legit. I bet you got two pairs of underwear on. (laughs) Only on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so it's so necessary and thank you Caleb for, for that so that's wonderful uh, and we got Big Ox Big Ox with us and his acceptance speech is so uh, well, the, endearing the, as well. The only the only thing that I would I would request because I heard someone called Luscious Landon LL. Please do not shorten mine to BO. I just yeah. I don't need just I Big like, Ox is fine. I don't I like, like I like BO now. Some B-O. days some days that might be more appropriate, but uh, well, you know. that's why Landon wears two pairs of underwear. Well, you know, so he doesn't have BO. Ooh, well, I'll, but I'll pick up the trade. It you know here's the thing though, guys. One thing about nicknames is you have to know them and own them. Mm. So, you know, Sunday, this past Sunday, we had a community event here at Grace Baptist. And thank you if you're a listener and you were here and you're part, either uh, part of our church who worked our community fest, uh, fall festival 
or those who uh, attended. We had a great time, thousands of people on the campus. It was just an incredible time. But here's the thing. Like, I don't know how many times I hollered out, Big Ox, to no avail. Mm. I mean, to no avail. Now, granted, he was a little busy with the trunk or treat. Uh, over 40,000 pieces of candy was distributed from the backs of cars, you know, and, and trucks. So I realized he was a little busy, but it was important. So, you know, you got to know the name and own the name. So LL, you know, when somebody says LL, you just, I mean, you, you throw it out there. When somebody says Big Ox, I mean, you say Go dogs. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just <laughs> just whatever. Um, Off the dome. We got Little City with us and Big Country, and that's Big Country with a K, a.k.a. Brother Derek, a.k.a. Uh, whatever, Little Ox, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Actual whatever. No, yeah. It's been so long, nobody remembers my real name. Yeah, do you? I'll have to get my driver's license. <laughs> and we got a very, very special guest with us, and uh, we saved the last, Yay. but certainly not least, <laughs> all right? And we have Miss Abby Pratt. Miss Abby serves as our uh, media director, administrator, also associate worship leader. And uh, Abby Pratt is with us in the studio. Welcome, Abby. We're glad that you're here. Hey, where's the buttons? Do we have the clap button yet? Uh, those are... Uh, I better... The supply chain's a little messed up right now. So Is that still in the it. shipyard yeah. out in uh-huh. San Diego? Mm-hmm. What, what was it that... Um, Uncle Joe, let's say he could not remember the name. It's it was California, California. Oh, yeah, 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 California. So they're still out in California, but we don't have a clap button because they're still out in California. But we welcome you, Abby. Speech, speech, you get speech. homemade claps. So, Abby, <laughs> tell us a little bit. Of, tell us the listening audience a little bit about yourself. Um. Well, I. Perfect. All right, okay, and move it. Cool. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I am a junior at Belmont University studying Christian leadership right now um, and like worship classes as well with that and I've been going to Grace Baptist um, since before I was born. Nine months. You've nine been months. A, you've been at Grace Baptist nine months before you were born. That's right. Praise the Lord. Has it changed any in your short time here? It has. It's changed a lot. Is it, okay, and don't expound <laughs> on whether that's positive or negative. Just let it go with that, and uh, so so that's great. So nine months before you were born, tell us what you do here. Um, well, right now I am primarily serving as the media director. So well, well hold hold on. When specify right now that that's kind of like it may change. Well, I mean, eventually I'll get back to worship and on the stage and stuff. But right now, I'm uh, hey, let's do restraint. It. Let, let, let's do it like this. Like, how many jobs? How long have you worked here now? Um, let's see. So this Christmas will be officially two, maybe three years. I don't know. I've I worked in a volunteer position in worship for six months before I got officially added to staff. Okay. It's a blur. So it, it is a blur. A, I mean, a haze, maybe a haze. Yeah, it's a difference. I mean, is that what it is? Is it like getting hazed into the fraternity? There's a, there's a blur. There's a haze. There's a fog. What, those are different. Were any of y'all in fraternities? 
or sororities. Are you in a sorority mm-hmm. over at the Belmonts? I'll pay for friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, and you heard it straight from Abby. I mean, she's no need to pay for friends, she said. Yeah. So, were y'all in a fraternity in college? Nobody really liked mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Well, I wonder why. I don't know. Can you imagine that? They didn't have to like you. You just had to pay them. No, that's true. That's true. Well, you know, I've not always been a preacher, so I wasn't a part of one fraternity. (laughs) I like to go to them all, you know. So anyway. You uh, spread the love. Yeah, it was uh, was a memorial, uh, a a rememberable 10-year experience at Austin (laughs) Peay. See, that that means you got to skip all the the hazing, and you just got... Straight down to business. You old enough to hate the professors. <laughs> well, I was the only student with tenure whenever I left. There so. you go. So, well, Abby, we're glad that you're here with us. No matter how long you've been with us, uh, you're certainly a blessing to us. And uh, obviously we are to you because you just uh, capitalize on the time that you've been here on staff. Uh, so, we got some questions to answer today, guys. I think our last podcast, and Abby, I'm glad that you're here. Uh, did you listen to our lab, last podcast? I did. You, are, well, are you a podcaster? Yeah. Are you a caster? Not really. I only really listen to ours because I edit it. Oh. oh. <laughs> so, like, that's the only one I listen to. We appreciate your honesty. I would listen to it anyways, <laughs> Even though it's maybe, painful. But. So, do you listen to any podcast outside of ours? So, no, you're just not, not really. a caster. No, I'm just loyal to my home church. Mm. She's got the best, so why don't you need anything else? Mm. That's right. Well, I, I I got you. Did y'all listen to podcast? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do y'all listen now? Did you before we did a podcast? Mm. Yes. So I did food delivery for a while. So I was in my car for 10 hours a day. So I had to find some sort of entertainment other than music. So I just started listening to all sorts of stuff. Now, are you a caster, uh, LL? Um, I just, I don't really like committing to a long <laughs> series, um, but... Uh, I hope your fiancé's not listening to this. Uh, well, I just, mean, do you have a fear of commitment? Is that why y'all been engaged so long? Are you or? sure you're not a millennial? <laughs> no, it's just, I don't know, whenever there's a long series that's got like 50 minute episodes, I'm not in the car that much, it's just, yeah. We're glad you joined us, Landon. I love being on a podcast. I'd enjoy that. Well, uh, so, Brother Caleb, are you a caster? I'm a caster. I've been a caster for a few years now. Uh, Recently, I moved into audiobooks because I've listened Mm. to a lot of podcasts. You really are a nerd. Big time. Yes. Big time. (laughs) Yes, yes. I I just listened to an audiobook on the history of the making of the King James Bible, so I can't think of something more nerdy than that. Wow. Was it good? It was really good. It was really good. So, if you like going to sleep, no, no, no. (laughs) There's no nerdier statement than the fact that you said that you listened to an audio book on the making of the King James Bible and you followed it up with, it was good. Yeah. So that, yeah, that just shows you where where we are. Big Ox, he listened, you a caster? Real quick, he listened to an audio book about the making of a book. I just want to point that out. Mm. Um, but, uh, so point, point well taken. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. So I am a caster. I'm not listening to that, but I am a caster. Okay. I uh, I never even heard of a podcast. Not podcasting, but I never heard of a podcast before. Like we started doing this, and I didn't know even what it was. Doctor Parker, he was our executive pastor at the time, and he's the one that implemented all this. Now I enjoy doing it, but I never listened to a pod. 
Now I listen to uh, a variety of podcasts. I would like, if there's a listener who knows, to email us in where the term podcast came from. Because that's, that's good. That's a weird. That's a weird word, and yeah, I can't that, think of what it, how that relates to anything. I don't know where it came. It's like it just came up out of thin air. So. Well, with that being said, we've got the history of podcasts where we all are on podcasts. We're uh, reaching out to you for the name podcast. All of that is in the works while we, in turn, on the podcast, answer your Bible questions. And we've got some uh, follow-up to do. We've got some making up to do on the podcast because we've, uh, well, we've just gone in three different uh, branches. So let me, or three different uh Direction. So let me kind of set up before we go on our break. We'll take a break in just a moment. But we're, our original discussion was on the third heaven. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all remember that or not. Uh, that was the original question that we had uh, from Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse two through five, when Paul uh, was writing about. You know, he wrote about it in third person. So we were answering what is the third heaven. But somehow we got on. We started talking about bosoms. We started talking about, I mean, all kinds of different things. So, Brother Caleb, I'm looking for you when we come back from break uh, to steer us in the right direction and let's land the ship on three areas. What is the third heaven? But first, a discussion that you promised on Abraham's bosom. Maybe you'll throw a word about paradise in there. And then the third uh, question that evolved from all of this where was Jesus when he was in the tomb for three days? Why well, was he in the tomb for three days? But what was he doing in the tomb? And we'll dive into this right after this break. Hi, I'm Steve Freeman, pastor of Grace Baptist Church. And if you're looking for an affordable but yet quality Christian education for your children, maybe even your grandchildren. Can I invite you to explore Grace Baptist Academy? We're currently enrolling pre-K three through first grade, and we would love for you to come to learn more about Grace Baptist Academy and perhaps to be a part of our family. Why don't you come grow with us at GBA? We're back, brother Caleb. Let's talk about these. Uh, let's talk about these. This subject matter in these three areas right here. Take us, uh, help us. You promised the follow up on Abraham's bosom. What what's going on in in all of that? So it can be a little confusing, honestly. But when you look at it, and we won't have time to go through all the scripture here. But uh, when you look at passages like Luke sixteen, the uh, the story of the rich man and Lazarus and uh, it, it, it talks about the rich man dying going to Hades and then uh, the Lazarus dying and going to Abraham's bosom or Abraham's side and you know when you look at these things and compare them to other scriptures in the New Testament that uh, you kind of get a picture of you definitely get a picture of those who have those who have put their faith in the Lord in the gospel message go to uh, this place called Abraham's bosom, which is obviously a good place, and then those who have not trusted the Lord uh, go to this place called Hades, which is obviously a bad place when you read the stories. Now, is that heaven and hell? It's not exactly like heaven and hell, but uh, Hades and Abraham's bosom are 
I would I would say maybe it could be described as like one step away. Like so, you're introducing the idea of purgatory. No, no, not not definitely not Catholic. Mm. Uh, mm. And it's, so maybe we'll have to take a break and start over because I like I don't know about our listening audience, but as your pastor. I'm really confused. Can you get that cleared up? So you're not talking about purgatory. Is there such thing as a purgatory? No, there, the Bible does not teach there's a purgatory. Okay, so there's no holding place of the dead necessarily. No place of purification. No place. Once you die, what? so let, let's start here at the basics. One, once a person dies, eternity begins, correct? Yes, that's correct. All right, you believe that. And then eternity in a final destination begins. Yeah, so so basically, when a person dies, it's like there's no there's no second chances. Okay. There's no purgatory, purification. It's it, what you what hap, what you did with the gospel on earth determines where you spend eternity. Okay, so it's all determined on the gospel. That's it. Period. Well, just quick for our listening audience, uh, what is the gospel? Big Ox, tell us what the gospel is. So the gospel uh, would be believing in Christ and believing in that Christ. Uh, came and uh, that he came to this earth and that he died on the cross for our sins um, and that he's the only way to get to heaven and only by confessing our sins in him and 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 the key in it too is understanding and we'll get to this in a little bit in our discussion but when he died on the cross what he died on the cross for did he deserve to be on the cross and he didn't because all of our sins were on him in that moment and so it's believing that Christ did come for our sins to be the atonement that we needed to to be reunited and redeemed. Okay, so basically, First Corinthians fifteen three and four: that Jesus died for our sin according to the Scripture. He was buried, and on the third day, God raised him from the dead according to the Scripture. So that's the gospel. Okay, so you say believing in the gospel on this side of eternity sets the course for our eternal destination, and those are one of we we spend eternity one of two places. Either in a good place or a bad place, and you're expounding on both of them. Yes. Okay. So finish. Thank you for clearing that up, by the way. Yeah. I appreciate Are y'all all better now? Yeah. I'm a lot better. We're sad before you landed. <laughs> we're. We I was worried about you there for a second. Landon. <laughs> I'm like, just glad you're still awake. <laughs> so, uh, so the positive side is that if you have accepted Christ, uh, trusted in Christ for salvation then uh, you will spend eternity with him. In fact, Paul says in uh, 2 Corinthians 5 that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So uh, at the moment of death, which everyone dies uh, once, and so at the moment of death, uh, you will be present with the Lord. I just shared that, by the way, at a celebration of life. I gave a statistic. Mm. And, you know, I've used this statistic before, but it's, it's, it's not too profound, okay? So don't, don't let it just get by you, because sometimes it can just get by you. But you want to know what the statistic is? One out of one's going to die. That'll, boom, that'll boom. Pre- that'll preach, Come on, that'll mm-hmm. preach right 100%. there. Why? One out of one. Mm-hmm. Every one of us in this. Hey, one out of one on this podcast, whether you're in the studio or listening in the, by way of broadcast, one out of one going to die. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Mm, well, that that that's it right there. Uh, so, so that's that's a good side. But the negative side is that if you don't trust Christ, there's no second chances, and uh, it's it's when it's when it's done, it's done. And so you will then 
uh, uh, go to a place of uh, agony, of anguish, of all these other things we see, like in Luke uh, chapter 16. What what are they? I mean, do they all begin with A? Or? It seems like I heard somebody teach that one time, and they all had A's. Well, so here's, here's the question. Here's, here's the question. Here's the question. Did it go long that day? Did the Probably. teaching go long that day? It went standard. Mm. I like that. Okay. Average. Huh? Average. Huh? Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Did we go into overtime? Did we have any overtime? We were, uh, we went, let's, if it was a seven-game series, we were to game six. Uh, okay. We went to game six. I'll put it that way. I mean, like the, like the Braves? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So how many games was that? Six. So it's six games and and I, I do believe that the Braves uh, did they bring it home mm-hmm. they bring home the trophy yeah. first time since uh, 19 and when is it LL mm. uh, need some 94 95 I'm gonna say 95 yeah 1995 were y'all were y'all born I was three years I, old I was I was a wee little lad I was probably about three weeks old no way were you were y'all born? I was seven. Abby, were you born? What year were you born? I was born in two thousand one. Oh, oh my! Wait, what goodness. month? Are you pre? May. So you're pre nine eleven at least. Yeah. Okay. Mm. What? What year were you born? Two thousand. Y two K. That's when that's I think I messed up. That's the same. You were a panic baby. Call. That's the same as my son called. Yeah. Y'all the same age. That's my yeah. boy. Yep. <laughs> Big L L, you my boy. That's right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, uh, how did we get to the tomahawk chop from? Speaking of tomahawk chop, pur- purgatory. <laughs> the the tomahawk. They were doing the tomahawk chop. Is that? Is some people like? So I saw a thing on ESPN uh, about the tomahawk chop. Like it was. Uh, they didn't want to do it no more. Uh, as a matter of fact, I saw two things that really were odd to me. And I don't know, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm kinda oblivious to what what I what people deem to cancel culture. And I don't want to be insensitive and in, in, in anything and I don't want anything to ever be offensive to people. Um, and, and there are a lot of things out there that are offensive and I don't I don't think we should ever be offensive, but I don't there's some things that I just don't understand. Like one, uh I honestly, I read an article this morning talking about baseball. We're on this baseball, and, and it said that they're going to change the name of the bullpen. Let's see what was what was it? Did anybody see that article? I saw it, but I can't remember. Yeah, what they were gonna they're going to change, change it. Too, the, but they were changing it. The it, the um the players' pen, the pitchers, or? the pitchers' lane, or something. Yeah, it was PETA. PETA got on them. Oh, Peter. Peter. Oh, you talked about yeah. that people eating tasty animals. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably offensive. That's probably, Brother Caleb, that's probably not acceptable. I know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. So, but I don't, I mean, why? what is wrong with the bullpen? I mean, that's just what it's always been called. How long has baseball been in existence? Since at least probably the mid-1800s. And has it always been called the bullpen? That's a good and question. And why, why, why change the name? See, did uh, again, I don't think that we should ever do anything that's offensive. And l- let me just go ahead and say that uh, here in our country and across the world, uh, there, 
there are lots of things that that we've you know are guilty of in our past and and things like that certainly don't have a unblemished record and you know I, I I don't like those things but and I never want anything to be offensive but some things are it, it, it seems to me like it's just an attack on everything like again bullpen I, I don't understand uh, they were talking about the tomahawk chop obviously that you know deals with Native American culture and what have you but it was I don't know because I saw like a, I read an article from a Native American perspective and Native Americans weren't offended by that. Now again, I, I don't think they interviewed every Native American, but I'm, I'm just saying it seems like that we just move in uh, certain directions. Again, I'm back on bullpen. I don't know what's the matter with bullpen. It feels like that started out as a joke but then somebody didn't want to be left, like somebody didn't want to be left behind on the, you know, train there. And so they, they just jumped in and just gained steam. And now it's like a real thing. Like the bullpen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't know. Anyway, so that may be a podcast for another day. Any any thoughts on that? Abby, you got any thoughts on, on that? What is the mascot for Belmont? A Bruin. <gasps> Except it, mm. it just looks mm. like a bear. I don't really know why they call it a Bruin. What is a Bruin? I think it's just kind of like a bear. Type of bear. That's what you do when you... Yeah. Like a baby bear? Like No, that, it's not a baby. It's a cub. Is like that what storma. they do with the fraternity? It's a Storma. Sure. A Storma? Like a Storma Bruin? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. His dad He's getting, really yeah. nice He's getting ready. The baby's on the have way. Y- have y'all seen that Geico commercial where the... Is it a Geico commercial where they, like, try to keep you from being your dad? Oh, yes. Yeah, that I don't know so if it's Geico funny. or something, but, yeah. Yeah, you can't With stop that, reading just, over here. He's like, who reads books about submarines <laughs> like my dad? <laughs> Yes, we're going to have to take it's a break. This thing is so derailed again. <laughs> so derailed. Can you tell us about purgatory again? Oh, boy. Because even though it doesn't exist, I feel like a minute now. <laughs> if it is real, we're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this message. I'm 14. I'm 62. I'm 37. I'm 26. I'm 22. We're, we're 47. 47. We're five. Grace Baptist Church is a place where you'll fit in. It's not a building. It's the people within that comprise a church. People who care for one another. People who understand one another. People who live life together. Hi, I'm Steve Freeman, pastor of Grace Baptist Church, and I want to personally invite you to join us Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock a.m. at our main campus where you'll find real people connecting real faith with real life. And we're back, and I'm uh, during our break, uh, we did determine that it was Progressive Insurance that had the dad commercial. So, anyway, a good shout out to Progressive for a great commercial, and uh, Geico's not half bad. So, mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, so brother Caleb, take us. Let's land this plane on these important subject matters, biblically speaking. Well, I think that. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of confusion, like I said, regarding this, but you need to go, if you're listening to this, you need to go, you need to read these passages, Luke 16, uh, 1 Peter 3, Matthew 10, 
Mark 9, passage like that, and, and, and see for yourself. But really the main thing to me is that uh, the, what happens when somebody dies is, is final. And so you know, you, you're not going to get there and think you can get out of it. If you're, if, you're, if you're in a good place, you're not going to want to. That's right. But if you're in a bad place, you're not going to, you know, it ought to be enough looking at the scriptures and saying, wow, I want to, I want to go be with the Lord when I die, not, not the other option. Well, so one of the things that we see in Luke chapter 16, I, I just, you know, remind us is the fact that Jesus is telling the story. Okay. And uh, I don't believe it's a parable. I believe it's a real story about a rich man and uh, a poor man by the name of Lazarus. Somebody says, well, what about, uh, you know, how come he doesn't call the rich man's name if this is a real story? And Dietrich Bonhoeffer once commented on that very thing and said that uh, he didn't name the rich man because he didn't know his name. It wasn't written in his book. Mm. That's good. Now, that was pretty deep right there. Now, obviously, he knew his name, but he was making the point that it had been blotted out of the Lamb's Book of Life. So, but Jesus is telling the story, and basically the story unfolds their eternal destination. The rich man died, and he was buried, and he opened up his eyes in torment in a place called Hades, where the rich or the poor man died, Lazarus died, and he opened his eyes. He was in the bosom of Abraham, Abraham's bosom. So the question becomes, you know, why didn't Jesus use the word heaven? And I believe to, you know, to, in short, to answer the question, the reason why is because prior to Jesus, again, he's telling the story, but prior to Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, what we find is the fact that Jesus, if he says, and Jesus said this in John 14, that he's the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes unto the Father but by him, Heaven is the abode of God, which answers the question, the third heaven, okay? First atmosphere um, that we see with our eyes, okay? The second heaven would be the heavens, uh, basically the universe, the galaxies. And then the third heaven is the abode of God. So in order to get into the abode of God, which would in indicate the presence, you'd be in the presence of God. No one gets to the Father, gets into the presence of the Father except through Jesus, right? So if Jesus is the way, and he's not provided the way through his death, burial, and resurrection, then there had to be a, an intermediate step. Again, not purgatory, because I'm with you, Brother Caleb. I don't believe in a, uh, a eternal holding place that are that you know a person may be prayed in prayed out you know however that works uh in that realm of faith but i believe that the bosom of abraham was a temporary place of the dead where uh those who were whose eternal destination was heaven because of their faith in jesus in the Old Testament, I remind you that a person was saved the same way they are in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, a person was saved by their faith in a coming Messiah. We're saved by faith in a Messiah who's come, but is still saved by faith. So um, I believe the bosom of Abraham, he used the words, uh, if you'll recall, with the thief on the cross. Um, he, he said, today you will be with me in paradise. Notice he didn't say heaven, he said paradise. 
Okay, and I believe paradise, Abraham's bosom, is synonymous with this place that people who died with faith in Christ, either coming Messiah or the one uh, who, or, or in that case, the coming Messiah, they were in a place until there was much like heaven. And you know it was a good place because Abraham was there. Uh, it was indicative what we read in the passage. I mean, it was a good place, an awesome place, but I just don't think it was heaven yet, simply because Jesus had not opened the way to get there. So as soon as the resurrection occurred, three days after Jesus' death, which was 47, uh, or I'm sorry, which was, I don't know what that was. Did, did our shipment come in from China? That's did we get the was. sound effects? I think so. Is it here? Landon? It'll, it'll be here shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go back to sleep. Uh, it just, you know what it reminds me? I say I'm preaching a little bit right now, and it just reminds me of Sunday when I look over at Landon, stone cold asleep right there on the front row. Everybody, everybody that's why you throw those haze in there, right? Every once in a while, you just got to shake them up and kind of shock them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so that's what I'll do in the podcast. You know, I don't think it's quite heaven yet. Hey! I heard the people behind us, I said, look at him. He's so spiritual. It's Brother praying. Landon's been praying this whole time. <laughs> Pray without seasons. That's right. So I believe the abode of God had not, the access to the abode of God had not occurred yet. It only occurred after the resurrection. Once the resurrection occurred, all those who were in the bosom of Abraham, paradise as Jesus called it, were able to walk in. And I believe this has a lot to do with uh, Colossians chapter 2, where it talks about um, you know, Jesus leading the, you know, the victors in basically and allowing them into the abode of heaven. Again, not purgatory, but a place of the dead, okay, that uh, served as a bullpen. Mm. I don't know that that's, it's just on my mind. It was just there, you know, but a warming up place, if you will, until Jesus unlocked the door and let them into heaven. Now, thoughts on thoughts on that? That was pretty deep. Hmm. Abby, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I like what you said about... Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I do, too. I, I, I mean, I thought it was real good. Yeah, me, too. I, I really liked it. I, I, I guess I'd never really thought about how the people who before... Jesus came and died and was resurrected. That I never thought about how they got saved. I, I guess I kind of knew it was by faith, but I thought their sacrifices kind of did more for them, and the faith I think had more to do with it. And that was interesting how you said that. So I think it was interesting for us to know because nothing's changed, Old Testament, New Testament. We're just in a different contract with God, but everything still works the same. We are saved by our faith. Not of our works, not not of uh, sacrifice, not of anything that we do. Okay, and the same in the Old Testament. What did? Why was Abraham? Why was it credited to his account from according to James chapter two and Genesis chapter twelve? What? Why was he? Re- why was it reckoned to him righteousness that he was right with God? And it was because of his faith, um, not any other reason. So he was saved, and we've all been saved through the portals of time. We've been saved through our faith in the Messiah, whether coming or the one who's come. 
The sacrifice, okay? Our sacrifice in the new contract was made by Christ. Sacrifice is what atones our sin. Our relationship with God is through our faith. The shedding of blood, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So there has to be blood shed for the remission of our sin. So in the Old Testament, the priest did that for us. In the New Testament, the high priest, his name is Jesus, a one-time sacrifice for all, Hebrews chapter 10. He laid down his life as an atoning sacrifice for all, and his blood is sufficient to cover all of our sins. Boy, y'all ain't got me mm. pretty. Look at me. Look at me. Here, I just feel like I'm in the pulpit right now. Here's how I like to think about it. And I wish I could take credit for this, but I can't. That in the Old Testament, people are saved on credit. And, and now we're saved on debit. Oh, I like that. You like that? I like that. The payment, Throw something on that, Brother Derek. The payment. The like city. No, I, I, I think that is... It is important to remember because we really have such a habit of separating the Old Testament and the New Testament. And in reality, we, we look at it and we read it and it seems to operate differently, but it's not. It really is 100% the same. Uh, it's just, like I said, we had that. I, I think that's a great way to put it. There was this temporary thing, right? Credit. It's, it's temporary. It, it lasted for a little bit, but then we get our permanent fix of what everybody's been waiting on. Uh, so it, it, really, it really doesn't matter. But, like you said, you had that, that place where you had to uh, paradise, not purgatory. I feel like we need to em- we've emphasized that well, is that it's this, this place that's just not quite there because the relationship has been established, but the sacrifice is still waiting to come. The true, one, perfect sacrifice. Good, good response. Okay, so I think we've done well on that. There's one other part we're going to do much like a Caleb's Corner. Alright. Much like a Caleb's Corner. That's In a the last, last few minutes of our podcast we're going to answer the question. Jesus died. The Bible says that Jesus died according to, our, according to the scripture. He was buried. We know that he was in the grave. Jesus himself said uh, that as, as uh, Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and Did three nights. Did you say nights. the whale? No. Okay. <laughs> so as Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth. So here's the question that our listeners have that they didn't know they had until Brother Caleb raised the question. But what was Jesus doing for three days and three nights? One, why three days and three nights? We can easy, easily answer that. They didn't have medical examiners back then. So basically the, the, the true test of someone being expired, dead, was after three days, if they did not resuscitate, they were considered dead. So Jesus, this is why um, Jesus was waited a few days in Bethany. Instead of coming for Lazarus, he wanted to make sure that he was dead and everybody had pronounced him dead. As a matter of fact, he was so dead that he stinketh in the King James Version. But uh, the purpose of that was that nobody would recognize someone truly dead until three days. So Jesus, again, three days, three nights, that's one reason why he was there. The, The other question is, what did he do while he was dead? All right, so L.L.? What's your thoughts on that? Um, 
very quickly now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um, I, well, he actually we went to, I would assume, was what we, as Caleb mentioned in the previous podcast, I would believe he went to Sheol to defeat the devil, or did he go to hell to defeat the devil? A whole nother podcast just opened up. <laughs> I was doing everything to avoid Sheol, Hades, and the Lake of Fire. But Landon, you derailed us yet again. So in Thank our you. next podcast, we'll answer the question, what did Jesus do for the three days and three nights that he was in the grave? So hang on, we're close. We're close to, I don't know, what is this, seven podcasts in a row that we've answered Two questions. We're eventually going to get to the original question. I don't, well, uh, maybe I've answered that today. I don't know. The third heaven is basically the abode of God. So whoever asked that question, there's your answer. Skip to the end. Abby, (laughs) I'll give you final thoughts. Hey, uh, before we close, don't you have a a little, uh, what is it, an Instagram Mm. or some sort of Facebook or something that that you have out there? Tell us a little bit about that. So Katie and I, Katie Freeman. Um, Who was a previous guest on the podcast, by the way. Yes. Now she is current student in New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary. The Seminary. seminary. Yeah, the yes. Seminary. Um, we have um, what started out as a group text and now is a Instagram account and Facebook profile called Walking Worthy. And we share short little um, messages about different things from the Bible, different encouraging things that people might need to hear. Um, and if you actually tune in in the next week, we have a giveaway that we'll do. Um, All right. A Yeti water bottle and some Ooh. other nice little things. So. Come on. So walking worthy, they can, what are the uh, keywords on Instagram? So walking worthy, it's walking worthy 110. And then on Facebook, you just look up walking worthy. Okay. So we'll look for that. Is it just for women or is it guys and girls? How, how is it? You know, Jesus came and died for everybody. So walking worthy can be for everybody too. Mm. Mm. Well, we all need to walk worthy and you teach us how on the pot, on the uh, Instagram and Facebook posts, correct? We try our best. All right. Well, we're glad that you're here today and uh, we, our next episode, well, uh, we do have a special episode uh, coming up next week. Uh, our, uh, we have a question from Egypt, and uh, m- many of you know we, we've been on an Egypt excursion, so we're going to tackle that one. And looks like we're coming back to tackle LL's quest of Sheol, mm. Gehenna, Ooh. Hades, Ooh. and the Lake of Fire. Oh my goodness. Until then, you don't want to <laughs> go to any of those. So accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. If you want to know more about that, Listen to the outro and contact us here. We'd love to tell you how you can have a personal relationship with God through His Son, Jesus. Until next time, see you soon. Boom! Thank you for listening to We Found Another Hour with your host, Dr. Steve Freeman, a ministry and podcast of Grace Baptist Church of Springfield, Tennessee. If you'd like more information about becoming a follower of Christ, we'd love to have that conversation. Please contact us at 615-384-3393. For other questions or information regarding Grace Baptist Church or its affiliates, write to us via email, podcast at gbcspringfield.org. And as always, as we explore the Bible together, 
If you have a theological question that you'd like answered on our podcast, send the question to podcast at gbcspringfield.org. Thank you for listening. And until next time, may God bless you.